I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Big thanks to our sponsor, 16 Degrees Coaching. Do you feel stuck in your current job? Do you wish you had a career you loved? James, from 16 Degrees Coaching, specialises in working with people like you. He'll help you find clarity in what you want to do next, even when you have no idea yourself, and confidence to move forwards. To see the success James has had in helping others with their careers, and to find out what he can do for you, visit his website, 16degreescoaching.co.uk, to book a free consultation Today's backstory is a family affair. It's the story of CJ and how he came to be living with his granddad, Martin, and Martin's partner, Maureen, or Mo. CJ's not quite two, but he's had a lot happen in his short life. Heads up, you'll be hearing from him. This is not a quiet interview. It's one done in the chaos of everyday life with a toddler. Susie went to meet CJ, Martin and Mo in their home on a soggy Wednesday morning. Can you say something to my microphone? Can you say... Uh, yeah. What can you say? Yeah. <laughs> That's what parents do. We pick the pieces up and the kids put the pieces. This is a very big piece we've picked up, I must admit. Martin and Moe's house is small, and I mean Lilliputian. Just about big enough for two tidy people. But if you've ever had a toddler, then you'll know how much space they need. CJ's at that stage where he has an armoury of big plastic stuff. Not just toys, but a walker, a playpen, a buggy. He's also at the stage where he needs to roam to be able to move about and explore. It's not just CJ living here. Martin and Mo also have dogs, which adds to the noise and to the chaos. You might hear them in the background. You'll certainly hear CJ. Um, Well, nine weeks after he was born... um... We were informed by Children's Services that we would be having him within 24 hours' notice. Um, before he was born, he had a child protection order placed on him, and basically we had 24 hours' notice from coming to live with us. Children's Services had been involved before the baby was born. We're not going to go into specifics, but there were concerns about both of CJ's birth parents and their capacity to care for him. For the first few weeks of his life, CJ and his birth mother were in an assessment centre so that her parenting could be assessed properly. Here's Mo, Martin's partner. From three days old, him and his mother had been transported to a special unit over there for mums and babies to be monitored. 
So there was nearly nine weeks for him. Though initially, though, though she was meant to be in the parenting centre for twelve weeks, um, but at nine weeks, they um, she decided to give him up. Basically, she couldn't go through the extra three weeks knowing full well that she wouldn't be able to bring CJ home. Um, his while she was in the parenting centre, his father had an hour a week with him. Um, he had to live at home, um, so that's what that's how it was, unfortunately. So she knew at that stage that she wasn't going to... She knew that the assessment wasn't going well. She knew that, actually, she wasn't going to be taking CJ home at the end. Basically, verbally, she had been told that that wasn't going to happen. There was a meeting held, and we attended the meeting. And I guess it was just too hard for her to carry on with him there, knowing that she was going to have to give him up anyway. CJ's parents wanted him to go to Martin and Mo. I, I could not refuse my grandson to go into care, so I said, well, what the heck, let's take him on, and and with more in support, um, that's what we did, went through the process, and we've got him. Martin was willing to step up and take on his grandson, but, of course, it wasn't just his decision to make. So you guys actually had to go through a whole assessment process before CJ could be placed with you what was that like uh it wasn't very nice I mean as you know social services go into every single detail of your past um but at the end of the day with nothing to hide and as as Martin has said about they had already said that they would like us to have him if things didn't go well um, so the whole assessment thing, it, you know, it was long, it was drawn out, but then the decision came very quick at the end. So Mo was on side. And then you were given 24 hours notice that he was coming to you. So you went from being, I don't know how old you guys are, but you went from being adults that had already raised your children to all of a sudden being told that you were going to get this very, very young baby coming to live with you. Hello. Hello. I can only imagine the kind of, oh my God, where do we even begin? Tell me about those 24 hours. Well, say nine weeks old, 24 hours notice, we think, oh my God, we haven't even got caught. So we had to go out and get a cot. When we got to, <laughs> when we got to where we get the cot from, um, we maxed out our credit cards on it. Um, and then we were quite lucky that um, Children's Services were able to help us out with some money to get the essentials like the cot, the changing mat, the bath, all that sort of thing. Because, I mean, 53 years old we were then, um, we were just sort of thinking, right, we'd go off travelling. And then, and then we suddenly thought, right, we've got to get out for a baby. And so that's what we did. I had my last baby at 40 and it was pretty exhausting. Martin and Mo were in their 50s. They had grown-up children of their own and they thought that that stage of life was behind them. Not just that, but they'd not long moved into a smaller property before CJ came along. Just before he came that day, we had to get rid of like dressing table, etc. out of the bedroom, just so as we could fit a cot into it. Um, we just had to rearrange the whole house, basically. An extra dog get up at the, the living room door so as the dogs didn't come into the front room. We had nowhere to put a pushchair. We actually keep it in the car. 
Um, you know, it's just, it, it is actually horrendous. Here we are, so tightly spaced. The first night was horrendous. I mean, he came to us, he was crying, he was rigid. Um, wake up at four o'clock in the morning yeah, and the yeah. feeds. <laughs> By day three, he was fine. We used to put him down at half past seven at night then and he'd go through till half seven in the morning, mm. sleep right through. But the first day was absolutely horrendous. You must have just wondered what on earth you guys had taken on. No, it wasn't that we'd wondered what we'd taken on. It was more, uh, I don't know, it was sort of, it was a sadness as a, as, that we held. We were happy he was here, but, yeah, it was really sad, the circumstances surrounding it, why this little baby could not be with his mummy and daddy and... I felt there was a sadness. Martin felt there was a bit of a sadness. So it was, although we were really pleased that he came to us, we didn't feel we could express being happy because it wasn't under happy circumstances that he did arrive here. Now that CJ was with them, I wondered what contact he had with his birth parents. What's been the situation with his mum and dad since he's been with you? Has he had... Contact with them, what's that been like? Well, they've had one hour every two weeks. Um, they see CJ. Um, and to be honest, they've always turned up. Um, or if there was something came up, like someone was in a hospital or something, um, and the contact couldn't be done, they would have notified us and let us know. So all in all, the contact is going quite well. So it is. So they, do you guys have to be there for contact? Do you have to supervise it? We don't have to supervise it. Um, we had to when Children's Service were involved, but when they signed us off in July, it's it's down to us. We we dictate is one wrong word, but we say when contact is, where it is, how long it's for. Um, so it's down to us at the end of the day. We're there because we take him there, and yes, we do to keep an eye on what he's doing because of the issues that were in the past. And you said about children's services signing you off. Can you just, can you tell me what has happened legally? What So he came to you to begin with for kind of foster care, essentially kinship foster care, did he? And, but now he is, you are in effect his, his guardians and, until he reaches adulthood, is that right? Yeah, initially, when he came to nine weeks old, we were still going through the interview process and the background checks, so we became his foster parents. Um, and then once the the SGO, the Special Guardianship Order, was granted, we are his, to all his parents. I was interested to hear more from Mo. She's Martin's partner, and therefore she's not a biological relative of CJ. She also has very restricted mobility, so when Martin's not there, she can't just stick CJ into his buggy and let him run off steam at the local playground. She's stuck in the house with him. This must take its toll. But I was struck by how she didn't seem to bear any ill will towards CJ's parents. Maureen, you've kind of expressed quite a lot of sympathy for CJ's mum. What, what's the relationship like there? The relationship's fine. She's, I mean... She's not a relative of mine. She's more of a friend. You know, CJ's mother. Um, 
I find that really hard, though, to, to say CJ's mother, CJ's father, because we're playing them parts. Although I would never have CJ call me mommy because I'm not his blood mommy and Martin's not his blood father. Um, so the relationship goes quite well. We we keep, you know, as we said to them, if there's anything they need to talk about, they disagree with or that, do it by phone, not in front of the child. The, the, you know, they've, they've played the part quite well, actually, of coming over and going through all the, the motions of playing with them, bits and bobs. And, you know, we had Christmas dinner last year over in the... the uh, restaurant that's over by in Fakenham. So it is going quite well. Do you think that they appreciate what you guys have done for them? No, not really. <laughs> they don't. They 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 really don't. I mean Here we go, full on tantrum alert. If you've ever cared for a toddler, then you're going to appreciate the power of the edit. There you go absolute peace and quiet. Let's take a moment. This is the daily life that Martin and Mo have committed themselves to, and it's no small undertaking. Okay, back to it. I was asking whether CJ's parents appreciate what Martin and Mo have done for CJ. (laughs) Jewellery isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I think my son appreciates more than she does. He's got more fighting in for CJ than she has. Um, she appears to have no maternal instincts for him whatsoever. Um, I think she's just going through the motions sometimes. Oh, yeah, we're going to be mum and dad today. And then the rest of the time, they tend to forget. OK, if they text me, it's all oh, how CJ's got doing, but they don't ring up every week and say how he's doing. We don't expect them to. We told them not to, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's difficult to see a mother... When you know someone's a mother and there's no maternal spark there at all, it's it's just like having a, a, a doll to her, I think, really. And that's kind of some of the sadness that you feel a little bit that 
actually he's with you and that's lovely but but that sadness of knowing how that situation has come to be it is very sad I do feel sad I've got five children of my own and each one of them I would have fought tooth and nail for each of them so I find it difficult I can't really get my head around how Someone could just let them go so easily. You know, I would go to the moon if I had to for my kids to have them with me. Um, so, yeah, that is where part of the sadness comes from. I just I just wish there had been more fight in her for him. Even if she'd have got angry during the meeting, I would have understood that completely, you know. But there was just nothing. It was just very sad. She was quite sad, actually, and... You know, I don't know she, whether she feels that she brings a child into the world and the child gets removed and she's a failure. Um, I don't know whether she feels like that. You're both very... Um, you both seem really generous in terms of... It would be quite easy to be very judgmental about his mum and dad and to be quite kind of negative about them, but you both seem to just kind of take them as they are and just be getting on with trying to do the right thing by CJ, which is what it's all about, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love my son dearly. don't like him all the time. Um, I think he's sometimes he's a complete idiot. And I, and I tell him through to his face. I don't mince words. I, if I think she's an idiot, I'll tell her as well. One of the disappointments I feel that we have really had is with family have let us down. So we've been let down by family who said they would be there and do this and do that, and they haven't and they don't. So, you know, so really we are left to do it on our own completely without a minute's free time. We had originally started this story because Martin and Mo had found themselves having to use a local food bank for the first time in their lives. We wanted to tell the story of how life can throw you a curveball and you find yourselves relying on something that you would never have considered previously. What happened was we had the, I think the social worker was around, she was saying, look, if you need help, you can go to the food bank. We said, what the heck's a food bank? Um... And she said, well, it's at the church, and the Methodist church in Cromer. Um, she got hold of the woman, and the woman then ran me back and said, look, come down, we'll open up special. It wasn't even open when we went there, they opened it up. Um, and we went down there, and she said, well, what do you need? I said, well, we've got CJ, we've got this and that. And they sort us out with stuff for CJ, helps out with food for the family, food for the dogs. Um, because they said the dogs are part of the family as well. So and that's so all those kind of things that you don't really think about, actually, but they're quite big expenses, aren't they? Things like dog food and and bits and pieces for, you know, milk for the baby and so on. They're, they're really expensive. I see you. Mo had stepped up to support Martin. Martin had stepped up to take on his baby grandson. And now the food bank was stepping up to support this new family unit, providing vital supplies in a time of crisis. Nearly two years down the line, Martin and Mo are still touched by the kindness shown to them. Yeah, it, there was quite a long wait on child benefit and child tax credits. And while we were waiting on all them decisions to be made for that money to come out, 
the uh, food bank did help us. So they did. We went down and they helped us out with with quite a lot of little bits and pieces. So they did. So they were like a kind of a stopgap thing for you just to see you through a really difficult time before everything else kicked in. Yeah, definitely. It was a stopgap. I mean, it's not something that we did every other day. It was that once we went down and we really did need that bit of help. And it was the health visitor who actually persuaded me to go, you know, to use the food bank. So, yeah, it was a stopgap because of waiting for other benefits to come through the length of time it took. It's that thing, isn't it, that anybody can be hit by something that just knocks them sideways and is completely unexpected. And I guess that's where the food banks come into their own. You are doing really well, young man. You're being a superstar. You're being an absolute superstar. CJ's starting to get a bit fed up. I asked what parenthood was like second time round. It's hard work. I won't lie. It, it, it is hard work. When he starts running across the field, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I've got to catch him. Um, but he, he's, he's fine. It's, it's a role I readily will accept. Do you think you're a different sort of dad now from how you were when, you're, when your sons were younger? Definitely. Definitely. Um... Attitudes change, tolerances change, um, reprimanded children change. What do you mean by that? That that kind of the norms for, you know, what we think of in terms of like whether you smack your children or how you deal with with behavioural issues, that the ideas have changed since your boys were young? Definitely, yeah. I mean, I was brought up, smacked, I, I don't mind is this why I was brought up that's the way kids were brought up in those days um, and yeah I smacked my kids when they were younger didn't do them any half they did something really bad then yeah I would smack them but you have to it's reinforcing with CJ what is wrong and get to know what's wrong and try and do it with voice commands okay yeah I always have to bounce sometimes but you sort of live with it and and bite your tongue and try another way (laughs) in the end you find something works in the end and what really strikes me seeing you with cj is that you're around with him an awful lot aren't you he gets an awful lot of your time he does get an awful lot i don't get all of it yeah i'm around a lot more for him than i was for my kids i don't i don't mind saying i was working when i had my other two kids um I was working to normal eight to five and going out and working for myself as well and then I had my own business. So I didn't see my kids grow up. Um, I left um, my ex-wife when the kids were six and three. Six, uh, yes, CJ's dad would have been six. Um, my other son would have been three. Um, so I didn't see the latter years growing up. I certainly saw the early years. And those early years are different with CJ now than they were with my children, most definitely. He seems very happy as a result. You're a very chilled little boy, aren't you? Sometimes. Well, maybe not chilled. Maybe not chilled. That was not the right word, was it, CJ? But very happy. Thinking of the future, um, what are your hopes for CJ? CJ will be the best that he can be. Within himself. All I want for him is him to try his best. 
And if his best is good enough for some people, then tough. If it's best for CJ, that's fine. And I hope that he's happy. I think that's what's a big priority to me is that he's happy and, you know, he knows, hopefully he knows where he's going in life. And it's, it's difficult for them all and things have changed so much over the years. Um, I just hope that he does okay. You know, I just hope that he does okay and he's happy with how he does. Martin, is there anything you want to add about about anything? Um, what I would like to say, <coughs> what I would like to say is thank you to the people and they know who they are um, who supported me in the well putting references forward for the uh, guardianship of CJ. Um, I couldn't have done it without them really. Um, <laughs> get choked up talking about it. It means a lot to you that people were willing to kind of kind of stand by you and and speak up on your behalf. It's a vote of confidence, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's when you get strangers who've known you only four years step up and say, Yes, he can do it. One of those situations where I know. One of those situations where you kind of find out who your real friends are. It's a pretty ringing endorsement of someone to say that you support their application to take on a child. It's clear that Martin's massively moved by the confidence that was shown in him. What would you like to say? Oh, okay. Are you going shy when I give you the microphone? Wow, that, that'll go so up the decibels, won't it? <laughs> right, I'm going to turn this off now. Ready? And to press that button for me. Thank you to CJ for not trashing the mic and to Martin and Mo for talking to us. We were really struck by their willingness to take on a huge commitment. It's definitely not been an easy ride. Let us know your thoughts, how to get in touch coming up and don't forget to listen to Back Chat this Friday where Susie and I will discuss the episode more. Next week we have a backstory first a two-parter in which we hear Ali's astonishing story of betrayed trust and overcoming broken relationships. It really is one not to be missed. I found them together in her bed and she was virtually naked and so was he. And I grabbed him out of the bed and I asked him what was going on and he screamed in my face, centimetres from my face. It's not, there's nothing going on, it's your sick mind. There's nothing going on, but there were bottles of all sorts in the room. It was quite obvious to me that there was something going on. He actually woke her up and she was very groggy. And he said, you know, your mum thinks there's something going on. Is there? And she went, no. And I looked at her and I thought, I just do not believe you. We are The Backstory Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at The Backstory Pod on Twitter. You can also get in touch through our website, thebackstorypodcast.co.uk where you can find out more about us and get links to all our previous episodes. Thank you so much for listening and see you next time. Thanks again to our sponsor, James, from 16 Degrees Coaching. Don't let your backstory define your future. Email him, james at 16degreescoaching.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.